Hi everyone, it's Joe here from Lawn Solutions Australia and today I'm joined by special guest Brenton Clean. Brenton, uh, you're probably all familiar with Brenton, he runs a YouTube channel called The Aussie Lawn which just ticked over 16,000 subscribers and Brenton's been kind enough to drive down from Scone to Berry today. So um, we'd like to welcome Brenton to the show and welcome Brenton to Thanks, Berry. Mate. Yeah, happy to be here. Good to have you. It's, um, he's kind of got a bit lucky, he left Scone where it's scorching hot and he's come to Berry where it's scorching hotter. It's more Seven, humid. More humid, 37 mm. today. Mm. Um, but what we're going to talk about today, obviously Brenton's quite well known uh, in the turf world, the online turf world with, <laughs> with so many subscribers and so many videos. But let's skip back uh, as we've done before and chat from the beginning. You didn't yep. just rock up um, and jump in and get started on lawn videos. So no, no, I did not. Where did it all start from and the passion for lawns come from? Probably as a kid. So as a kid, I grew up in Leonay, which is a suburb just the other side of the of Penrith there on the, across the, the Nepean River. Mm-hmm. And we backed on to Lena Golf Course. Right. So I would spend my days as a kid preschool watching all the mowers go past. Uh-huh. I'm like, one day I'm going to do that. Yep. And that never went away. Mm-hmm. And then as I went through school, I didn't, I didn't go much on school and I didn't like school and school didn't like me. So given the opportunity, the conditions where I could leave school at year 10 if I had an apprenticeship. Right. So I did. I got the apprenticeship and I became an apprentice greenkeeper. So that was straight out of school. So that's like 15, 16 years old. Yeah, 16, yeah. yeah, whatever year 10 is at the time. And what golf club were you at? Uh, so I, I started at Glenmore Golf Club, yep. which is on Mogul Road, but it was actually then changing hands and it was brought out by a Korean fellow who basically turned it into Glenmore Heritage Valley. Right. So he turned 18 holes into 27. Right. So my apprenticeship was pretty fortunate. So we built nine holes from scratch as an apprentice. We renovated nine greens and we left, sorry, nine holes and we left nine holes untouched. So okay. I had a really fortunate apprenticeship because I got to see construction, maintenance, and establishment. And how long did you stay at that golf club for? Was that a long career there? Or that was the apprenticeship period, and then yep. they, they their policy was to turn over. Okay. Yep. Right. So then from there, I went to Fox Hills, which mm-hmm. is Toon Gabby. I was there for a little while, mm-hmm. and I came back to Wallachia, which was Wallachia Panthers. Right. Uh, and then I gave it away for a little while. I had a little break from greenkeeping, yep. and then finally got back into it at the Vintage, up in the Hunter Valley. Okay, right. So on. I was there for just over 12 months. Yeah. And then I decided it was time for other other adventures. Was it was it everything you sort of always thought it would be uh, going into the greenkeeping world or was it different to how you first imagined? No, no, I really I really enjoyed my time there. Yeah. I guess the biggest problem when you're a greenkeeper working there and if you want to progress in life mm. and have, you know, uh, a comfortable existence. Unfortunately, from a from a trade perspective, the money's not there. Yeah. And that, that, that's a shame because I really enjoyed the job. Yep. I liked being outside. I liked starting early. I liked finishing early. Mm-hmm. It was just unfortunate that I sort of started to fall out of love with the job yeah. because it was just a job. And it, I, It's a common thing It, it is trade, isn't it? it it's, it's unfortunate. I feel yeah. now also it's probably a bit of a dying trade. Yes. Um, the course I did was condensed. And I think it was condensed and condensed and condensed again. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, I don't think the course today is a patch on really? what I did back in the day. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. No, it's a common thing because it's it's such a demanding job. Uh, you've got it to is. you've got to put up a pristine turf service. You've got to work yep. long hours. You've got to start early, and yeah, the, the salary is often not quite there. That's the problem. Uh, yeah, I, I think you know if the money was there, I'd probably still be there. Yeah, and and turf grass wise, uh, when you got into it, were they all warm season grasses? Then all warm season grasses, bar the greens, which were um, Pencross Creeping Bent. So we okay. had bent greens. Yep, and at the time we were running our back nine was Greenleys Park. 
Yep. Our front nine was at the time Windsor Green. Mm -hmm. So I think Windsor Green was only just coming out back in the mid nineties there then when we got it. Right. Uh, and then the the uh, the the extra nine there was Kikuyu. And at that time was the home lawn looking like your home lawn does now? Was that a passion? My as well, main or? yeah, my main goal was to save up my money. And you yeah. didn't get much as an apprentice. Yeah. And I actually bought a Scott Bonner, I bought a brand new it was when they were the red ones. I bought yes. one brand new as an apprentice. Wow. And uh, we had Cooch at home. And uh, yeah, so I started to tinker then. And I think from obviously you're not a greenkeeper now. No. So you, you went back um, to the vintage for a 12-month period yep. and, and that was it for greenkeeping? That was, then, was that, it? that was it, yeah. yeah. From there, I decided I love it, but I, I need to do something else. Yeah. So, and then obviously, like most people in the valley, mm -hmm. I got into mining and I've been there ever since. And so. we're jumping away from turf a little bit now, but mining, you work in an open cut mine. Yeah, open cut. Different yeah. to what we have around here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, open cut, uh, okay. one of the larger pits going around. So, I work at uh, BHP pit, Mount Arthur Coal. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so, yeah, big, big hole in the ground. Yeah. 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 Sure. sure. So, it started from looking over the back fence and seeing a nice golf course, seeing yep. nice well-cut grass. Then so you thought you'd jump into that industry. So you started doing it yourself. And was it a something you always wanted to do is look after your own lawn and tell people about it? Or is this something that's only happened pretty recently? It's probably something that's happened pretty recently. And it was, it was sort of back when we started to see a few lawn pages pop up. And I sort of threw the idea around, oh, I should start one specifically for the Hunter Valley because it was very, I guess... Uh, specific to the area, so relatable to a lot of people. Yeah. And I thought, well, why am I limiting myself? You know, and I never did anything with it. I just sat with the idea and it sat there. And then uh, Ben Sims, so Ben's got another channel. Ben's got Lawn Tips. Yes. And uh, we struck up a bit of a friendship through a few social media outlets and uh, he had already started his channel and he was ticking along quite nicely. And he said to me, he said, one day, he said, you need to start a channel. Hmm. I said, nah, people don't want to listen to me. Carry on. Like, you know, that's, he said, no, no, I, I promise you, start a channel because I think people are going to enjoy what you got to say. And I sat on that for a while too. I don't rush these things. Yeah. And then one day I went, bugger it, I'm going to do it. And um, I got into it. Right. So how long ago are we talking now? How long has the channel been actually going for? Uh, let's – two and a little bit years, I reckon. Oh, is that all? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, two and a little bit years, I'd say. Yeah. And at first I was really shy in front of the camera. Like if I was doing anything at the front, and even a car was coming up the road, yeah. I'd put the camera away and go inside. I was yeah. like, oh, this is really embarrassing. Yeah. But don't care now. So you had, did you have any previous camera experience? No, no, I that? knew nothing. I hate cameras. I knew nothing about them. Yeah. Uh, I knew nothing about editing. I just basically started and just self-learned as I went. I've got no formal qualification in using cameras or editing software or anything. I just started and I just tinkered. And What are people? a lot of people probably don't understand is is they watch your channel, they see the quality of videos. You do everything yourself. I do everything from go to woe, yeah. from holding the camera to to um, doing the editing, to doing the upload, mm -hmm. everything. It's a one-man show. And we see your videos out all the time. What's it typically take? You Obviously, it probably takes a day to shoot a lot of it and then what, to edit it and get it right? Yeah, absolutely. You can wipe out a whole day. Yeah. You can wipe out a whole day for a 10-minute video. Yeah. Uh, so, for example, you know, you might have a 200-square-meter front lawn and you can mow that lawn in, what, 15 minutes yeah. maybe? Yeah. If I'm going to video me mowing that lawn, you can double or triple that time just to mow a lawn like everything everything as soon as you're filming stuff everything takes ridiculously longer everything's yeah. stretched right out so yeah and um, what, what do the neighbors think now at first we'll see because <laughs> you're pretty all, at a pretty prominent spot from what i understand aren't you? yeah like, I, I am yeah. i am uh at first even before the, the just backtracking a little bit before we uh got onto the whole 
doing the Aussie Lawn channel, etc. Mm. Uh, my renovations at home were enough to spin out the neighbourhood. Right. So one day there's green grass, the next day it's brown as brown can be. And I'm sure for a few times there, the neighbours thought I'd absolutely lost my marble. Yeah. Um, and they're like, what are you doing? But now it's like, oh, yeah, he's doing that thing again that's going to look amazing. Yeah. So that's sort of now they don't embrace an eyelid. But back in the day, it was like, what is this bloke doing? And what did your mates think when you started um, um, putting, I, your, putting your mug on YouTube? I actually kept it pretty quiet. Did eh? you? I didn't talk about it. Yeah. I just did it. Uh, and then as it started to gain a bit of traction, people were like, are you on YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe. <laughs> so, and then I was really cool. And I was like, are you just being supportive or do you mean that? And it's yeah. like, I just need to go with it. And that's yeah. at that point, I was like, I just need to roll with it. Yeah. If I'm doing this, I've just got to do it. And you're obviously pretty good because uh, a lot of people listen to you and a lot of <laughs> people watch. And you that. told me just before that you've been pretty good. Oh, I did not. Um, what was the moment where it really kicked off? Obviously, you start with zero subscribers. Now you've got yep. 16,000. And some of your views, you'd know your, your highest view count oh, video. About, about 130,000 or something. Over, yeah, over 100. Now, what was the moment um, that really took the channel off? Was it a particular video? I think I've got to give credit where credit's due. I think a lot of it happened when I did a joint video of Ben. Right. So Ben came over and like people sort of then sort of came across. But mm -hmm. that probably jumped my subscriber base from a few hundred to maybe a few thousand. Right. And then from there, it's just it's just continued to, to tick away. Pretty gradual. Yeah. Still yeah. growing now, obviously. Still growing now. Yeah. yeah. As I said, we just clicked over the 16,000 about a couple of days ago. Yep. So, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. That's pretty awesome. happy with that, really, for the for the age. And how do you keep coming up with fresh new content ideas? I, I know you've got a mini turf farm at your house. Yeah. I think there's about 100 different cultivars <laughs> there. But is it – you're fortunate enough to have a pretty big block. Yeah, so I'm, on, with, I'm just shy of an acre. Yeah. Um, my biggest – my biggest problem there is water. So although we have town water, mm. uh, the cost of that town water is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, and there's no groundwater available. Right. So it's not like I could put a bore down because it's not – what is there is going to be not usable. It's too salty. Yeah. Uh, and that's if you find it. Yeah. So I've sort of limited by water, not by land. Right. But, um, yeah. So we spoke about oh, – I mentioned before just coming up with different ideas for content. Why don't you tell everyone – What's at your house now, species-wise, and the purpose of that particular area? I know you've got a green out the back, for example. Yeah, so I've got the green. The green at the back is um, is cooch. Yeah. Uh, and look, if I was able to have a cool season green, I would, but it's just not possible. You don't have the water? The water, yeah. I, I don't have the funds to support the water. Yeah. Uh, so I thought, I've never really had shortcut greens height cooch. I'm going to give that a whirl. So we, we did the... Green. Cut at what height? Currently five, but looking to go down, I've, I've just done a dusting and I could really probably drop that down to three and a half if I really, oh, really wow. wanted to. So yeah. um, probably drop it to four pretty soon just yeah. for a few weeks, just have a play around with it and then yeah. bring it back up to five as, as we cool off. But yeah, cool. yeah, so I've got the green there. Just That's more for my benefit to keep my finger in the pie shortcut turf. Yeah, uh, I've got some... Uh, some sapphire buffalo yeah. <laughs> uh, around the southern side of the house, which is um, for shade purposes in wintertime. Yep. Um, don't overly love buffalo, to be honest with you, mm. but it suits a purpose. Yeah, sure. And out the front, I've got Santa Ana, and then for the last 12 months, I've, uh, well, it's about 12 months now that I laid Tiff Tuff. Yes. So I've got my mm -hmm. Tiff Tuff on the main side, and I've really found with Tiff Tuff, less is more when it comes to fertilizer. Um, it is really, it's as low maintenance as you want it to be. Yeah. Or it can be as high maintenance as you want it to be. Yeah. So we, we found the same thing. Uh, if there's ever an issue with it, it stems from too much love. Yes. I think a lot of I the can. Time. Yeah. And I think why it works for me is we're in a dry climate. Yeah. So it doesn't need, and I've, I can see that it doesn't ask for the amount of water that the Santa Ana asks for. Yep. I can see that firsthand. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, and being a shift workout, I don't always get time to get on it as much as I'd like. Yeah. And I'm finding that not being able to spend as much time on it is not hurting it in any way. Yeah. Like it, it, it does tend to glow in the dark on certain occasions. Yeah. So, and that's yeah. not iron. I couldn't tell you the last time I put iron on it. Yeah. I just mow it. Right. I just mow it and occasionally a bit of liquid and maybe a granular as required. Yeah. And speaking of mowing, you mentioned before, if you've got a 200 square meter front yard, it might take you 15, 20 minutes. How long does it take you to mow your front yard now? <laughs> How long can it take me? What About it, three minutes. <laughs> what'd you buy? So I've got myself, I went and bought a Toro Greensmaster 3250. So basically it's a ride on greens mower. Yeah. Uh, and I've got that set at 12 mil. Mm-hmm. And that's my that's my mower. So you cut the tiff at twelve mil. Cut the tiff at twelve mil. And you have a couple little projects on the center each year. You you oversew that. I oversew that. Um, in times gone by, I've oversewn. Yeah. Um, which always gets a good theatrical effect. Yes. This time round, I don't think I'm going to do it this season. I'm just going to leave the two cooches side by side. Okay. Yeah. And I just want to see colours. Yep. I just want to let them do their thing, and see how they both handle a Hunter Valley winter. How so cold do you get? We we hover around the zero. And we may get into the into the negatives for a few hours. So you'll frost. We'll frost, yeah. but not like perhaps orange yeah. or some other places. Yeah. So we might get one or two minus threes or minus fours a winter, but we'll generally sort of get down to minus one. Oh, minus one's about us, and it's only for a few there. hours. Yeah, because we'll so, see what they both do. Yeah, so that's my thought this year is rather than just blanketing the rye, it's going to leave the two cooches and just see how. Yeah, nice one. Yeah, so I, I like to tinker like that. I like to sort of have a play around. Yeah, because if there's a rule book, I just want to. I don't. I'm not a rule book follower. Mm-hmm. I just do my thing. I run my race, and yeah. I experiment. You're actually. I think you'd be one of the few people in Australia to actually have this. But you have some. You have a small Durban grass patch, don't you? I do. I do. So I have actually. I thought I'd lost my Durban grass. So, long story short, uh, Durban grass is a grass that really only came to Australia by chance. Right. And it turned out in the Brisbane Botanical Gardens, and they reckon they actually escaped from someone's herbarium box okay. way back in the day yeah. from South Africa or somewhere like that because yeah. that's you know, fairly native to it there. So I managed to get some from a mate of mine. They've got a big cattle station out in Western Queensland, and they had this stuff uh, under the shade of their trees in their, in their house yard. And I'd remember seeing it at TAFE, and I went, that's Durban grass. She said, no, no, that's sweet smother grass. I went, okay, that's sweet smother grass because it goes for a few different names. Yeah. So I, I harvested some, and at my old place, my whole front lawn was Durban grass. So right. when I then moved and built the new place, uh, I took some sprigs or runners and I planted them all over the block. And then we hit a really bad drought and I couldn't find any. And then lo and behold, one day I was walking around and I stumbled across a tiny little piece. Pop back up. Pop back up. Yeah. So I rescued it. And now I think I've got 10 square meters of it now yeah. and, and it's lush. I've got to talk to you about that because you didn't send me some the other year. Yep. And if you ask where it is, I won't be able to show you because we had a small irrigation issue and it's, um, right. it's died. So we'll have to get some more of that. Right, but, right. Um, and a lot of people will see on your channel uh, the small patch of research zoysia. Yes, uh, so there is a small here. patch of research zoysia there. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually really impressed with that stuff yeah. because it, it handles the shortcut. Again, it doesn't require a lot of input. Mm to look the way it does. Yeah. So we're hoping to extend that trial now. So I've sprigged out the entire section. So I'm hoping to actually change the Santa and a green out and just expand and in. Just yeah. expand the whole trial across and see what it's like to live with on a larger scale. We've done a lot of work with zoysia grasses lately as you've, as you've seen around yep. here and we'll see in your, your video that you're going to film here too. But we find the same thing with them is, is less is more and that can yep. be a real low, low maintenance surface. So that'll be interesting to see. And 
Speaking of play around with Zoysers, we'll have to get you some of our new stuff. Zoysers yeah, Australis. I don't think you have any of that. No, do I don't have any Australis. Yeah. Uh, but it's amazing the amount of people that take note. Yeah. Because straight away, I was my inbox melted down. Yeah, my right. inbox melted down with people, is this the stuff? Is this what you've got? Yeah. You know, and it, it went on for, you know, days. Is this? And like, well, no, it's not what I've got, yeah. but it looks pretty all right. Yeah. So, yeah. that's, yeah. We'll show some of you some, some later on today. And just... Back onto your video making yes. itself. So what's the key for you? If you sit down and go, okay, today I'm going to do a video, do you think too much about it or it's whatever topical, whatever seasonal, and you go for it? And when you're making a video, what are some of the key things you try and do to boost engagement with your audience? My biggest thing is no. if you get too technical, people will tune out. Right. I like to take things, decode them down to people can under, that people can understand in other words, if something's really complicated, I'll dumb it down and make it understandable for everybody or right. something that they go, well, I can try that. I can yeah. do that. Rather than talk about C3 grasses and C4 grasses and all this stuff, yeah. we don't need to know that. Yeah. Like it doesn't make any sense to Joe Rogers who's got a tiff tough lawn that just wants to mow it mm -hmm. or wants to, to look good. So my, my idea primarily it has to be relatable. It has to be easy. It has to be simple. Dumb it down, make it. Um, not dumb it down because people aren't smart, but dumb it down so people can go, oh, yeah, that's that's what he's talking about. Yeah. I never understood what that and meant. I, I and can now do I know. that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. you know, so that sort of thing. That's one. I try to do things that are relevant to the time. Yeah. So, obviously, renovations at renovation season. That's mm -hmm. that's an easy one. That's a no-brainer. Um, we're now coming into, you know, the end of the growing season. So, are we thinking about using our… our um, Pre-emergence. Pre-emergence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's time to start thinking about that and that's yep. what this is going to do for you. You put this stuff down here, you follow the label and, you know, you're going to minimize the impacts of winter grass if that's your problem. Yeah. So, it's got to be relatable and it's also got to fit into my usual life. So, yeah, I don't sure have the time right. to do a specific video always on something that I would have done off camera. Right. So, I try yeah. to do things that I need to do. Yeah. And then I try to do things also at times that I don't need to do but is an interesting topic. And what's the future hold for the channel? What's your plan? Is it to continue growing? Yeah, Is look, it? I'm going to continue. I'm just going to see where this road takes me. Yeah. Because at, I never set out knowing where this would lead. Yeah. And well, here we are. Yeah. And I wouldn't have thought when I started this that we'd be sitting here talking yep. like this. And all I can say is you must be hard up for interview guests <laughs> because I'm here. Um, Top of the list. <laughs> <laughs> Top of the list of B graders or C graders or what? Or reserve grade. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, no, I'm just going to progress along and see where it ends up. If it goes full time, then fantastic. Well, like so, you told me before, you're good at it because uh, you've got a lot of subscribers. I don't know about this. Of, I don't know where you're getting this information from because clearly you and I have been no, hearing no, different no, things. No, but. No, 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 so, <laughs> um, before we wrap up, move on, you may as well give yourself a little plug. What's your handles? What can we find? Where can we so find So, I'm on the usual, I'm in the usual haunt. So, Facebook at, well, it's not at, is it? Facebook's just know. the. The. the yeah. Facebook. Yeah. The Aussie Lawn. Uh, Instagram at the Aussie Lawn. Yeah. Uh, and YouTube. We'll put some links on the screen. I'm yep. sure they will. It's Aussie A U double S I E, yep. isn't it? Yep. Yeah. So I'm and sure um, if you've got a back lawn, front lawn, or if you're just interested and you want to see how you can get it looking as good as Brenton's Tiff Tough looks. Probably better. Probably better. Nah, no way. No way. <laughs> uh, jump on and check it out. But yep. we do appreciate you making a trip and we appreciate, no, appreciate you having it, yeah. here. And um, we'll, um, we'll see what the future holds for the Aussie lawn. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Stay tuned. Sounds good. Thanks, Brenton. No worries. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it.